You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Do you breastfeed your baby? Do they take formula? Like many topics in parenting, breastfeeding has become a sensitive one. I've found women women who feel bullied or shamed because they don't breastfeed or women who have been pushed through enormous challenges to keep breastfeeding at the expense of their mental health. Still, most mums I know do breastfeed their babies or they fed them. However, it's not what the statistics show. In Australia, while 97% of women will initiate breastfeeding when they have their baby, that drops down to only 15% at six months of age. So what's going on? And how do you find the balance between positive support and being too pushy? Louise Dersma is from the Australian Breastfeeding Association. Hi, Louise. How are you? Hi, Siobhan. I'm good. Thank you. Now, the ABA is um, an incredible organisation. I think it's worth um, just outlining this before we start, that the ABA ABA has a a 24-hour line that mums can call But the women who pick up the phone, whether that's one o'clock in the afternoon or three o'clock in the morning, are all volunteers. That's right, isn't it? That's right, yes. They're all um, trained volunteers. They do a certificate for in breastfeeding counselling. Lots of training that goes on. So they're all mothers that have breastfed their babies and they take the calls in their own home. So obviously these women are very passionate about breastfeeding. Uh, otherwise they wouldn't volunteer to because they've obviously got their own kids. Um, let's take it back a step. Um, tell me why there's been such a big push to educate, educate parents about the benefits of breastfeeding. Look, I think that we've even moved on from that. I think that parents know that you know, breastfeeding is, is the natural, normal way for a baby to be fed. Um, I think now we need to move on to the how we help them to continue because we know that most mothers want to breastfeed. Um, 97%, as you said, start out breastfeeding. So we don't need to sort of be pushing the benefits of breastfeeding as, as parents know that, but we need to be able to help them to be able to do it because, as you said, most women don't meet their breastfeeding goals. So is it possible that the message has been pushed too strongly? Because, I mean, parenting is such a contentious world as it is when there's so many opinions, you know, flying about. But um, there seems to be quite a few women who, anecdotally, who feel ashamed that they haven't been able to breastfeed or they've chosen not to breastfeed, whatever the reasons. Do you think that um, in some instances the the message has been um, communicated the wrong way? Yes, to a degree. So I think that, you know, the the breastfeeding message is important. But I think there's times when mothers are sort of told, you've got to breastfeed, you've got to breastfeed, but they're not given the right support to be able to do it. So we, like, set them up for failure. And that's the worst thing because they really want to be able to feed their babies. But if they don't find the right support to be able to do that, then they feel like they've failed and they've failed their baby and they've failed what they want to do. And it's not them failing. It's, it's, it's the system failing them and not giving them the support that they need. I've got it. I mean, even personally, I can say, I mean, I, 
I pushed through three months of excruciating pain with both my children because I really wanted to do it. But that entire three months, I felt like I was such a dunce because I kept being told you need to attach this way, that way, and, you know, you'd be reattaching at 3 o'clock in the morning. Every time you reattach, you'd think, what is wrong with me? You know, I went Mm. to university, but I can't attach my baby. Um, But in some ways, I just wish someone had said to me, you know what, sometimes it hurts for that long. I mean, are are we not honest enough about how challenging breastfeeding can actually be? Well, breastfeeding isn't meant to hurt and it's not meant to be painful. So if it is, there's usually something that can be done about it. And it's about sometimes connecting with that right person to do it. And I think, you know, when a mother calls the Australian Breastfeeding Association helpline, they don't need to feel like, oh, is that cool? They're just going to shame me and make me feel like I have to breastfeed at all costs. Our counsellors are trained to say to mothers, how do you feel about breastfeeding? Mm. You know, do you want to keep breastfeeding? And you know, and, and if they say no, I don't, and then then they help them to wean. So right. it, it's it's about you know get our counsellors are trained to support mothers in whatever they want to do, help them find the answers that they need, and, and sometimes you know we we need to refer them to someone else if they need a bit more intensive help than we can do over the phone. But our counsellors are amazing at teaching stuff over the phone at three <laughs> o'clock in the morning. I know, Teaching I have called them. attachment, you've called them, yeah. And sometimes things are a little bit more complicated, but our counsellors know when to refer mothers on to. But people should feel fine about calling and knowing that they'll get unconditional positive regard. That's what we teach our volunteers. And that's about meeting a mother where she is and supporting her in what she wants to do. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. We're speaking to Louise Dersma, who's from the Australian Breastfeeding Association, because it is World Breastfeeding Week. And we're talking about um, why, I guess, the rates of breastfeeding drop to about 15% at six months of age when so many women attempt to breastfeed when they first have their babies. Um, Louise, you've mentioned that support is is really crucial to help women continue to feed if they want to, but 15% sounds incredibly low. Is that the only thing that's stopping women from breastfeeding? Well, I think 15% is the, the amount of mothers that are exclusively breastfeeding at okay. six months. So there's actually more mothers than that breastfeeding at six months. Um, yeah, look... For most mothers, it is. Like, most mothers want to breastfeed. There's very few women we know that don't start out not wanting to breastfeed. And and it, it is about them not meeting their goals. And they carry that with them the whole life, you know. I, I sort of don't like saying what I do at dinner parties because I have to hear everybody's breastfeeding history. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, people want to talk about it. Or, or people will say, oh, you won't like me. I wasn't able to breastfeed. Of course I like you. You know, it's not It's not about that. It, it's about helping mothers and families do what they want to do and achieve what is their goal. And, you know, and sometimes weaning is what is best for that mother too. But it should be done after when the mother's ready for that. And I think sometimes a lot of mothers are dealing with health professionals that maybe don't have the communication skills that an Australian breastfeeding counsellor has. And so things are sometimes put in different ways that, um, 
you know, might feel threatening to a mother or feel like the mother's being put down. Um, but with our counsellors, they're trained to, to give that support in a different way and to help the mothers find their own way, but to give them that skills to do that. Do you know, um, you just said something then that um, I, I found really interesting. You speak about how, you know, women might not meet their goals and, and they probably think about it for throughout their lives. But um, there is a really funny thing that happens when you stop breastfeeding, even if you've managed to do it as long as you want to. There's almost a kind of grief. And yeah. I can't imagine what that would be like if it's um, you really want to and then you can't. I've heard of yeah. mums where their babies have just decided, oh, I don't want any more. And she's like, but I'm not ready. <laughs> I know, I know. I've had a mum I've been working with lately who's nine months old decided that she'd had enough and this mum is devastated. And it is a grief, you know, whether whether it's a few days or even if it's a few years, there can be a real grief there about mm. that and it's um because it's a real emotional yeah. connection when if, if that's what you've chosen to do isn't it it is it is and it can be very very hard that's why we want to make sure that every mother gets the right support to do what she wants you know so that when if she does decide to win she does it fully informed and feels like she's explored all her options and that's the most important thing is that it's not about breastfeeding at all costs. It's about helping a mother find her way in an informed and supported manner. And that's what matters. Now, the Australian Breastfeeding Association, if you if you call, it's free. But the organisation itself is supported by people who become members. Is that right? That's right, yes. So um, our helpline is totally free for anybody to call. Um, we also have group meetings, which are a great way just to get out and connect with your village. And that's what World Breastfeeding Week is about this year. So it's about creating those connections that help to support you. And the lovely thing about the group meetings is that you get to meet other mums in your local area and you get to see what what's normal too with mm. babies when you're home with a baby by yourself as you'd know Siobhan every, you think everything that's happening to you is only happening to you but when you go along oh my baby did that and we just got through it and before long you're that experienced mum who's sharing with other mothers so it's not about problems it's about connecting and, and building a village for people to be there for you because nowadays parenting is so isolating and you know, we're doing it on our own. Whereas, you know, even in my mother's day, she had other mothers to connect with. Whereas we're all on our own now. Mm, but not with the ABA. Not with us. <laughs> no. no. Or, we're always here for you. Brilliant. Well, Louise, thank you so much for your time today. Okay. Lovely to talk to you, Siobhan. Cheers. That's Louise Dersmer. She's from the Australian Breastfeeding Associ Association. And if you'd like more information about the ABA, we'll put a link up on our website. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.